Hey, good morning, guys. Uh, happy Father's Day. Uh, we are Sunday, Father's Day, uh, midway through June, having a whale of a time. I'm uh, trying to get myself organized here to do this. I um, wanted to jump on here and share something with you this morning. Uh, I mean, I guess it's really not a Father's Day message like maybe you'd think, but hopefully I can kind of tie that in. But I just wanted to share um, something that got put on my heart yesterday and I've just kind of melded it and melded it and then uh, <laughs> had a big storm in the middle of the night last night. So I've been up since two o'clock this morning, power out, AC off and watching them change out three power line poles right down here on our road. And wind got a little fierce last night. So we got everything back in order, got some tree damage to clean up later today. But um, for the moment, I want to share with you um, just a message you guys put on my heart that... Uh, it, it's a simple message. It's a message that many of us have heard before, but I hope I can bring it in such a way that you'll really catch something here. Um, we've been on the road a lot. We've been, we've been running like crazy, had a lot of work. It's been really busy. It's been really frantic. And, and sometimes I think we forget, um, we forget to take some time in the middle of that. And, and really, uh, I, I get bogged down. I get, I get frustrated because I'm so busy. I'm, I'm, I'm on the run all the time. I don't really have, you know, when I do sit down, it's like I'm so tired. I don't want to do anything else. So, you know, we've, we've kind of been that way for the last three or four weeks. We've, we've been working and, and then traveling every weekend and something going on every weekend, speaking engagements and things. And, and, it, and it's stuff I live for, stuff I love, but it does wear on you. And sometimes you find yourself, um, you're just kind of caught and, and maybe not, uh, maybe not standing quite as strong as you should. So with that in mind, I want to share with you this morning, this morning a story that's um, uh, quite familiar with, with many of us. It's from the rich young ruler. This comes out of Matthew 19, uh, verses 16 through 18, um, and then all, you know, 20 all the way down to 26. I'm going, to, I'm going to share this out of the New Living Translation, kind of the way it words that I kind of like it a little bit better. Um, someone came to Jesus with this question. Teacher, what good deed must I do? to have eternal life? Now, that's a pretty good question. God, what must I do to be saved is another way to look at that. And uh, this, this gentleman was, was noted as being a rich person, a rich young ruler. Um, he said, what must I do to have eternal life? And Jesus turned to him and he said, why ask me what is good? Jesus replied, there is only one who is good. But to answer your question, if you want to receive eternal life, keep the commandments. The young man's like, okay, which ones? Jesus replied, you must not murder, you must not commit adultery, you must not steal, and you must not testify falsely. Basically, Jesus is saying, you know, I mean, why would we ask what commandments we can keep and what we don't have to? I mean, the, the basic ten are in there for our, our good. But basically what he's saying is, is you, you need to be a godly man. You need to you need to be a godly person. You need to follow the, the ways of the word of God. That, that's pretty much what he was saying to that. So this young man replies with this. I've obeyed all these commandments since I was a kid. So you know, he, was, he was brought up under the law. So he's obeyed these commandments. He's not killed anybody. He's not committed adultery. He's, you know, he's, he's, he's not testified falsely against anyone. So he's, what he's saying is, is man, I've, I've followed the law. I've not done anything wrong. Many of us could say the very same thing. The young man re replied this, what else must I do? So Jesus told him, if you want to be perfect, 
If you really want to be someone to follow me, you really want to seek eternal life, go and sell everything that you have, all your possessions, and then give the money to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come follow me. So, so what he's saying is, is, you know, this guy had a lot of stuff. So he said, man, just you, you go sell all your stuff. So think about that. I want you to take an inventory of all your stuff. I'm, I'm, you know, when you start talking about my stuff, I've got a lot of stuff. Uh, some people might refer to it as a lot of junk, but I have a lot of stuff. You know, I've got a lot of hunting stuff and fishing stuff and outdoor stuff and tool stuff. And I got stuff stuffed everywhere. And Jesus is saying, go sell everything that you have. Get rid of it. Sell it. But not so that you're richer. I want you to take that money and I want you to give that to those who are in need. So, so basically what he's saying is, is empty yourself out so that you're only relying on me, then come and follow me. That's what he's saying. So now, now let's pick this back up. Um, but when the, when the young man heard this, he went away sad, for he had many possessions. In, in the MOV, which is my own version of the Bible, I believe that Jesus went away sad from that moment too because the man was unwilling to give everything to follow Christ. He, was, he, he wasn't getting it. He, he was looking for his easy way out. He was looking for a buy-in. You know, man, I've done all these good things. You know, I've, I've kept the commandments. I've, I've done the, the law, but it wasn't quite enough. And that's what Jesus was trying to tell him is, you know, it's about a surrender moment here. It's about you giving your life completely to me, trusting me with your whole life. So Jesus turns to his disciples and says, I tell you the truth, it is very hard for a rich person to enter the kingdom of heaven. I'll say it again. It's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. Why would he say that? I mean, when we think about that for a minute, simplify it. Why would he say that? Why would he say to us that being rich is going to make it harder to go to heaven? I mean, I think we all have that dream of having more money than we know what to do with because we all struggle. We're always in a fight for funding. We're always in a fight for, for enough money to do the things that we want to do, our selfish pleasures. But what he's saying is, is a rich person doesn't have that need for anything else. They just go take care of it. They go buy it. You know, my, my family gets frustrated with me sometimes when they want to know what they can get me for a special event like today, like Father's Day. You know, what do, what do we get you for Father's Day? Yeah. I don't need anything. And honestly, I don't. I've, I've got more junk than I know what to do with now. You know, what I want is time with them. What I want is relationship with them. You know, that to me is a treasure. And that's exactly what God is saying. You know, all this stuff doesn't mean anything. I want you. I, I, don't, I don't care how much money you give in the offering. I don't care how much uh, money even that you give away to the poor. What I want is I want a relationship with you. That's what he's saying to you in this message today. Then This is what the disciples responded. <laughs> then who in the world can be saved? If, if it's impossible for a rich man to, to, go, you know, to go to heaven, then, then who can be saved? They were looking at it the wrong way. Humanly speaking, this is what Jesus said to him. Humanly speaking, it is impossible. But with God, everything is possible. No matter where you are, no matter who you are, no matter where you are in your life, whether you're considered a rich young ruler or a peasant, wherever you fit in that category, this is what he's actually saying to you. He said, follow me. 
that, that, that's the key, the key to this entire story, is Jesus is asking us to follow him. See, he, he said it way back to his early disciples. He, he called each one of them individually. He called them and he said, come, follow me. Now, now you're talking about guys who were out there working on their job. Guys who are out there doing their, their their family business, their living came from the things that they have, you know. And 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 now Jesus is calling them out of that, and he's saying, "Come and follow me." Adjust the focus here. I do not understand why that thing goes out of focus. But he's saying, "Come and follow me," and, and they did. They they dropped their fishing nets. They walked away from their their businesses, and, and they followed Christ. There was something about him that drew all men to him, and, and that's what he's saying to us today: "Follow me." Follow me. Now, it, 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 he's not asking us to, to just come and sit with him on a Sunday morning or a Sunday evening or a Wednesday night or whatever night you go to church. He, he, he's not asking us just to come spend some time with him. Um, he, he's not asking us to, to just go out to eat with him on a Sunday, pray before you eat, you know. He's, he's not asking us to, to just hang out with him. He, that's, that's, there's way more to it than this. What he's saying is, follow me. And, and that, when you really look at the word follow me, it literally means to be like him. Walk like him. Talk like him. Act like him. Oh, and here's the big one. Love like him. See, for us to answer that call to follow him, his disciples were taught what he knew. They, they, they walked with him daily. They, they spent three years in ministry with him. Some of them spent the whole three years walking this earth in ministry with Jesus Christ himself. They walked like he did. They talked like he did. He taught them to be men of God. That's what he's asking of us today. Follow me is what he's calling out. The rich young ruler, he had a lot of stuff. He, he couldn't turn loose of his stuff. But it, it's not even about the stuff. See, it's, it's not about the fact that he wouldn't turn loose of his possessions. It's not about the fact that he didn't want to give away all of his money. That, that they're, they're, We're missing the point when we think of those things. It, it's, it's the stuff. It's not the stuff that's the problem. It's the mindset. It, it, you see, the rich young ruler was simply unwilling to surrender all that he was, all that he was, all that he had. He was unwilling to surrender that to the Lord. And that's the key. It, the key is surrender. The key is giving up us. To follow him. Jesus said to pick up our cross daily and follow him. Man, that that just that little scripture is a whole nother sermon. What it means to pick up your cross, because what the cross represents is death. The most brutal form of death known to mankind, crucifixion. That's what the cross meant. And Jesus is saying that we're to pick that up daily and follow him. So we're to die to ourselves every single day and follow him. We're to put away our childish things. And follow him, be like him, walk like him, talk like him, act like him, and love like him every day. Every day. Today's Father's Day. What a better way to honor this day than to surrender all that you are to your Heavenly Father. There are some of us in this world um, who are blessed. I'm very blessed. I had a great dad. I had a great dad till I was 13 years old. And God called that one home. But a couple of years later, he gave me another great dad. And that man, again, mentored me and showed me what it meant to be a man of God and, and, and has, has loved my family 
You know, there are many of you out there today who lost your father. or Maybe you didn't have a father figure, but you've got a heavenly father. You've got a God who gave all for you. He's just simply asking you to follow him. You give all back to him. What a better way to honor a father on Father's Day than to give your life to Christ. How cool would that be? I'm telling you, if you're, if you're out there watching this today, if you hear this message and you are not a follower of Christ, I'm, I'm not talking about a label-wearing Christian. I'm talking about a true, dyed-in-the-wool follower of Christ. You're picking up your cross. You're dying to yourself. You're serving the Lord to the best of your ability every single day. If you're not one of those, I pray that you, you take the time when you hear this message to make that right. It's not difficult. It's not a hocus-pocus it's simply saying, God, I surrender my life to you. I, I, I'm not who I should be. I'm not who you created me to be. I'm not who you called me to be. And God, I want to change that today. I challenge you. I challenge you to find a place with God today. No matter where you stand. He has made the offer. His hand is extended out to you today. It's up to you what you do with this. See, eternal life is a free gift. A couple weeks ago, I preached. I had, a, I had a little gift package. Rhonda packaged it up for me, sitting on the podium there with me. It was a present. It's a gift. Eternal life is a free gift to you, but you have to accept it. You have to come get it. You've got to open it. It's, it's all on you. God's, God's put the offer out there. Now it's up to you. What are you going to do with it? Man, I, I'm, I'm blessed to have a, a son who serves the Lord and leads his family. I'm, I'm, I'm blessed to have a, a son-in-law and, and, and my daughter who, who are leading their lives. They're, they're, these father figures are, are taking their kids to church on Sunday and doing their best to be men of God in front of them. Man, you, I can't ask for one. That's how I was raised. Many of you may not have had that opportunity. You may not have had that blessing, but I'm telling you today that you can fix that. No matter who you are, no matter where you are in life, God is calling out to you. There's a whole other story that could be preached about the prodigal son, the one who went away and squandered everything he had. He cashed out of his family and said, Dad, Dad just give me all my stuff now. I'm going to go live my life my way because I don't like your way. But he came home. And that, that story is so cool because it, the, the, the picture I get in my mind of, of when this young man figures out, man, I'm, I'm an idiot. I, I, this is stupid of me to be out here on my own like this. I can't make it. I need to go back and just, just live like one of my dad's servants and nothing else. And you know that he's coming home expecting scolding, expecting an I told you so, expecting a, you see, I told you you couldn't do this on your own. You needed me. That's not what he got. See, it's, the, the, the depiction of that story is, it says his father saw him from a distance. He saw him afar off. He was looking for him the whole time. Waiting on that son to return home. That's exactly what God's doing for you today. He's looking for you. He, he's looking for you from afar. He's waiting for you to crest that hill. And you know what it says in that story? It says that, that the minute he saw his son walking down the lane, he ran to meet him. That's our God running to meet you today. His arms open wide, not, not full of condemnation, not, not full of I told you so's, not full of you knew betters, but this love, this perfect love. And when he gets to his son, he's going to wrap him in his arms. Matter of fact, he takes his ring off his finger 
That, that ring signified his family. It had the family seal on it. And he placed that ring on his son's finger. He took his robe off and he put it on his son. Recognizing that, that he, was a, he was a child of the king. He was a child of that man. He belonged to that family. And that's what God's looking for you today. He's waiting for you to come home. Man, I don't, I don't care if you've called yourself a Christian all your life. If you're not a follower of Christ, if you are not walking in the ways of the Lord, fix it. it, it this life is tough. It's hard. It, it's hard to keep our mindset. It's hard to, to keep our faith intact in such a chaotic mess of a world today. But I'm telling you to fight for it. Fight for it every day. Pick that cross up every day. Crucify yourself on that cross every day. Multiple times a day if necessary. But don't give up on your walk with God. What an awesome Father's Day. I, 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 I can tell you right now, it wouldn't be a better gift to me than to hear that somebody that heard this message gave their life to the Lord today. Wow, how awesome. I'm praying for you today. I pray that God blesses you. I pray that he continues to draw with you. Matter of fact, I pray that if you're not a follower of Christ, that your life becomes so stinking miserable that you have to turn to him. How's that? It's powerful. And I pray it over you today if you're not a believer or not a follower. God bless you guys. Man, I hope you have an incredible day. The sun's shining here sometimes in Oklahoma. <laughs> we've got rain. We've got storms. We've got whatever. But it's going to be a great day. I get to spend time with my family later today. So I pray that you do as well. God bless you guys. I'll be back with another message sometime soon. In the meantime, keep seeking the Lord. Amen. God bless you.